Hello and welcome to Sitcom Sit Down. I'm a John. I'm a John. And we've got a special guest today. Who are you? I'm not a John. I'm an Ian. God bless you. And because you're here as our special guest, we gave you the opportunity to choose the sitcom. So what are we going to be talking about in this special Ian edition of the Sitcom Sit Down? We're going to be talking about Frasier. I'm listening. Nobody else is. Hi, Dad. (laughs) Hi, Dad. Yeah. John's dad. (laughs) My dad can hear it. Wow. (laughs) Well, we might need to hurry up as far as my dad can. (laughs) A nice morbid start to the show. (laughs) Which tenuously links to a sitcom with its setup and its premise being about a man um, and his unexpectedly close relationship with his father. That's right, yeah. So why did you pick Frasier? Because it when, because you're the world's expert of Frasier. No, no, I'm definitely not the world's the, expert. He's self-proclaimed. I think it's world just the one, one that I like the best. I always used <laughs> a to good watch, reason. Yeah, I always used to watch Cheers when I was young. Yeah, mum and dad loved Cheers. My dad particularly. So we used to watch Cheers when I was young, and then and then I followed it on and watched Frasier. And it became your favourite. And it became my favourite. I still watch it. I think um, probably as recently as only a couple of years ago, I watched all of them through. Start to finish. Mm. It's one of your favourites as well, isn't it, John? It's certainly in the top, probably three of my favourite ever sitcoms. Yeah, yeah, high praise indeed. um, Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's yeah, it's great. And uh, everything about it is just great. All the performances, it's brilliant. Yeah, I used to like it as well. Like it was almost like an in. Well, it was an in joke. I don't know. I suppose the joke's meant to be funny, so maybe not to cut an in-joke. But Sally would just go, oh, you like Frasier, don't you, when Frasier was on? Because I once commented that I liked Frasier. So it's just like, oh, John likes Frasier. It's very likeable. It's very funny. And I just like the fact it doesn't it doesn't insult the audience. It doesn't play it down to the audience. It just... How do you reckon? You, what do you mean? <laughs> you don't think it does? I mean, what you must think? have to play it down for me to get it. It's a pretty psychiatrist. No, no, clever well, clips. yeah, yeah. But it kind of just lets you work it out, even if they mention a joke about opera. Yeah. I'm not an opera expert, but I know what they're getting at. Yeah. They, don't, they don't lay it on a plate for you, if you know mm. what I mean. I like that kind of thing. Yeah. But something they do lay on a plate mm. is in the pilot episode, the transition from Cheers to Frasier. Yes. And he doesn't mess about. What have you got there, John? You've got a book. Oh, I just happen to have something in front Normally, of me. Normally, I just Two print books. off a few notes from Wikipedia and random websites, but John's showed it with two books well, with a recording. Well, yeah, you know, just, just for reference, my memory's not what it was. I wish you asked me now why I liked Frasier. Why do you like Frasier? Because I don't think it's words in front of me. Because it's witty, urbane, sophisticated, literate, great, sophisticated, and physical comedy, and it has people-pleasing dog tricks. Oh, yeah. Which I think are they, are they tricks? Why do you need to please dot tricks? It puts it one step upon Heidi <laughs> Heidi, let's put it that way. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie was like one of the favourite characters early yeah. on, wasn't it? Was like everyone loved There's Eddie. two of them, wasn't there? Yes, a there father and Eddies. son. Yeah. yeah. Was it a father and son? Moose. Nice. Thank you, Wikipedia. Not, Moose, yes. I'm not sure them, what yeah. the other one was called. Yeah. Oh, you teed me up lovely, John. I know I can't find the quote. I I I know. It does feel like there was no structure there because <laughs> I, I thought you I thought that's where you were heading there. Um, kind of. It made kind it made of. like international news when one of the dogs died. I remember. Yeah, it did. When didn't the it? dad died, it made like international news. Mm. I remember that you, you know you'd imagine when everyone would love to own that dog, but yeah. but John Mahoney who played the dad always said it was the most like unloving, sort of like <laughs> caring 
dog yeah, he'd ever come across. He just didn't yeah. show any affection or anything, which is oh, wow. yeah, kind of amazing. Kelsey Grammer had said it was like a robot. Oh, one day I'll fan this guy. I know, often, I know what you This is this see is the dogs looking off off screen, like to the trainers or whatever, telling them what to do. Yeah, because it was supposed to be staring at Frazier, but yeah, you could tell yeah. it was just slightly. Yeah, you slightly can often off. see them looking slightly off screen and things. Yeah. 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 but they, they didn't really show any affection, did they? Because they'd actually just put like peanut butter behind their ears or whatever, yeah. and that's what would get them to come. I believe that's how they got. In, there's an episode, the Four Valentines one, yeah. where it wakes um, Niles up when he's passed when he, out. Yeah. Did, did rub something behind his ear yeah, so yeah. it'd lick him and things like that, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. runs straight over them. Yeah. We we'll must talk about that later on. It's a superb, superb It is a fantastic it's episode. It's Niles just being Mr Bean. Okay. I'm well, not saying Mr Bean's great. I mean, it is, it's good, but, you know. Yeah, teaser there. We should do a Mr Bean sometime. Yeah. But so, um, I'm just trying to remember sil- now how... Silent they... three quarters of an hour. Just trying to... Re- tribute. Trying to remember... <laughs> yeah. Trying <laughs> And the occasional kind of we knock something over or yeah. catch our cock in our zip or something like that. I don't know, I haven't seen Mr. Bean for a while. I'm trying to remember now, um, how did they um, do the transition from Cheers into Frasier? I'm glad you asked me that, John. I remember the first episode when he was doing his talk show. <laughs> Conveniently, he managed to get rid of the exposition, but basically when he was talking to his listeners, uh, I just happened to have the quote in front of me, funnily enough. Oh, wow. Um, so I, ain't, I ain't got me readers, but so you have to bear with me. But he actually said, six months ago, I was living in Boston. My wife had left me, which was very painful. Then she came back to me, which was excruciating. <laughs> On top of that, my practice had gr- grown stagnant, and my social life consisted of hanging around a bar night after night. I wonder what it could be referring to. I was clinging to life that wasn't working anymore, and I knew I had to do something, anything. So I ended the marriage once and for all, packed up my things, and moved back here to my hometown of Seattle. Go Seahawks. It picks up straight after Cheers, pretty much, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. Time-wise as well, because this, Frasier came out in 93, and I think Cheers ended in 93. Yeah. I, I think, think it, was... It, it was, I think there was only a couple of months from finishing yeah. Cheers. I think they basically, that's, that soundstage, they packed the bar up and then just replaced it with Frasier's living room. Really? Yeah. I understand. No, I yeah. that. No, I didn't realise So, uh, but yeah, it was very, very quick. In my head, they filmed it at the other side of the country. I know. <laughs> I don't know why. I just never even thought about that. Well, they had to base it the other side of the country to make sure that it wasn't too easy for the other characters yeah. to just drop Although, in. I know they did camp yeah, later on, a couple yeah. They did want to resist the temptation to have yeah. people dropping in all yeah. the time. Yeah. Yeah. I read that they were going to base it in Chicago, um, but then they, they pulled that because of the gay rights. There were some problems with the gay rights bill. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they sort of, as a protest, didn't set it in Chicago. They set it in Seattle instead. Yeah, and if that's not true, we better take that out in the edit. Otherwise, <laughs> I just that was used to me, but yeah, Chicago. Be right. <laughs> nice. Um, so the only reason I've never been to Chicago. I've never been to Chicago. I've never yeah, been to Seattle. So yeah, we're just we're standing with our gay brothers and sisters. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going. I don't with know this. why I'm raising my hand. In in uh, you know. anyway, I was, I was telling Chris, who I work with um, earlier, that we were about Fraser. He's never seen it. He's a millennial. And um, and um, and and he'd never seen it, and he said, "Oh yeah, I've heard it hasn't aged well." I think it has. I think it has. I mean, I, I didn't quite get what he meant. I don't think there's many sort of like there's no sort of dodgy. Episodes oh no, no, not at all. Where it, 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 it's a little bit couldn't do that nowadays. I, I don't recall too much I, of that. I've I don't. rewatched a few in preparation for this, and I, I didn't see anything that no. I think was problematic. No. I mean, one of my favorite episodes is um, the. What's it called? When his when his boss his new boss starts, who's gay, 
Yeah. And he tries to set him up. Oh, it's called the matchmaker, it's called. Yeah. He tries to set him up with Daphne, invites him around for dinner, and the boss assumes that he's on a date with Frazier. Yeah. And it's just one of those half an hour of misunderstandings yeah. that's beautifully done. But again, there's nothing in there no. or mm. that, that, that I could find. And another one where um, the dad has to pretend to be Jewish. Yes, yes, that's great. Merry Christmas, Mrs. Moscovitz. Yeah. <laughs> and they have to hide the Christmas tree and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. But again, it's all very, you know... Hide it well, on the well, table. Well, I, I think like... most of the producers and, and writers were Jewish anyway. Yeah. Certainly to begin with. There's, there's another one similar to the um, to the, 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 the date one as well, when the, the ski lodge one, oh, which is superb. It's... When, they all, when they all go to the ski lodge and you've got Gee, the um, ski instructor gay. who's gay. Yeah, and he, yeah. he's chasing Niles... Niles is chasing Daphne. Daphne's chasing Gee. Daphne's friend is chasing Niles. Fraser's chasing Daphne's friend. Yeah. And there's a great bit at the end when Fraser suddenly it all comes. He stops everybody, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, because it's wonderful anyway. The whole thing's done in this one ski lodge with like five bedroom doors, but they're all yeah. interconnecting. That's so right. it's perfect for just a farce. And um and there's a great bit, yeah, at the end when when Fraser stops it all and says, Hang on a minute. And and like talks through everyone, and, and he said all this lust, all this um, you know, want and 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 whatnot going around, and no one was chasing me. It's <laughs> yeah. it's true what you say. It's very British, mm, very yeah, fast. Yeah. Like, imagine Brian Ricks coming yeah. in with a lavatory brush at the end. Yeah, it? yeah. You know, it's what's what's quite interesting as well is all the act. Well, not all. I don't know about all the actors actually, but David Hyde Pierce, Kelsey Grammer, John Mahoney. And possibly like Daphne and, and and the others as well. They're all quite big. Gem leaves. Yeah, they're all quite to big. Give her um, a real name. Uh, Guy gets to the woman and just. Yeah. Go. Um, they're all quite big stage actors as well, aren't they? Oh, that these Jane leaves. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. That's what I say. I'm not sure. Oh, about, right, but right. John Mahoney, I know, had done a lot of stage stuff and kept doing stage stuff late yeah. into his life. Um, David oh. Hyde Pierce has done a lot. Kelsey Grammer's done a lot. And but you can tell that I think in things like that ski episode oh, where it is just, almost I mean you could almost put a single camera down yeah, and yeah. just have them, and it jumps into the bedroom sometimes but do you know what I mean like it, it could just be set absolutely. like a like a, a fast play on a yeah, stage absolutely. and a lot of it's quite like that I think yeah it's it's amazing absolutely amazing it's funny you say that's about, probably what makes them all really good physically as well sorry John. sorry no I was just going to say what you said about uh, the amazing thing about John Mahoney as well is is he didn't start acting until he was thirty seven. Which yeah, I thought I was that, amazing, yeah. you know. Yeah. Just he used to edit some medical magazine, and just he must have done it as a hobby, I guess. It's still a chance for us to be in a hit sitcom. I don't know, mate. Well, I think thirty-seven ship has sailed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sailed a long time ago. Yeah. We could break new records. <laughs> so let's talk about the characters. Yeah. So we have a titular character. Um, which is a strange one to come across from from Cheers. I don't think they thought, right, let's look at all the characters. I think it'd from, be the obvious choice, But you? I guess it, it wasn't. As I understand it, it was just Kelsey Grammer was the talent and they looked at various characters around it and then they said, well, why don't we just make it Frasier? And I think that's what the production company said, we'll back this if you make it Frasier. I yeah. think, but in of all the characters in front, I mean, Cheers, you know, all the characters were good, but he did already have a backstory and things as well. And I know that Frasier doesn't actually pull on his backstory that much. Although oh, I've forgotten his wife's name, Lilith. Lilith does yeah. appear in it quite a few times, but like it doesn't like he, like he did have all that backstory already. Yeah, although his backstory was that he was an only child and that his dad was dead. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but which was addressed yeah. in Fraser, in which he just said, "Yeah, I lied." Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good way around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Work works for the 
Works for the politicians. <laughs> Work for Fraser. It was almost an ensemble cast, wasn't it, John? An ensemble. An ensemble. Sorry. Absolutely. And can well, I say nobody's listening to the podcast yet, but we've got our in-jokes. <laughs> can I say the thing I say every time is, again, the secret, good actors. They can play anything. Yeah. Not just some second-rate stand-up with a load of actors around him. It's proper actors. So when it does get heavy, they can do it. Which he did at time to time, especially in later episodes when Niles had a heart problem and stuff like that. Mm. Anyway, sorry, John, you were going through the character. No, well, I wasn't. I was, I was considering an open floor, free for all, as we reflect on the, the characters of Fraser. Of all, of all the characters, I'm sure Niles, David Hyde Pierce, I'm sure he's won most awards for it, which is interesting since he's not the lead. No, that's true. I'm, I'm, that's true. I'm, I might be wrong about that, and you might just want to tell me. I have a feeling you, you're probably right with that. But I think yeah. David Hyde Pierce has won most. Um, Plaudits for it. Mm. It's yeah. amazing character now. Yeah, it's great. Amazing. Brilliant. With the mysterious wife, yeah. who you never see, but you want to see so much. Occasionally you just see like hands or something, or shadows. Yeah. There's that great episode nearest, where yeah. him and Daphne have to stay over at the house. Um, oh, when yeah. It's after him and um, uh, Maris have, have split up, I think, isn't it? And him and Daphne stay over at the house and there's a thunderstorm outside. That's a great yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. There's a great one as well when they go on a, a cruise, The Voyage of the Damned. And it turns out she's on the boat. Yeah. And she's sort of like, they're adding in the bathroom and she's in the bedroom. And yeah. she's, she's quite yeah. close all yeah, the time, yeah. but, but you never you actually, never actually see, her. see her. Yeah, no. yeah. He did have another wife, though, do you remember? He did get married. And, and, he, she, he and was, then he, he cheated on her yeah. with Daphne. Yeah. So she made him be horrible. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Disgrace yeah. himself yeah. to all, all of yeah. his friends. But whatever he did, it just seemed to make him more and more charming to his friends. <laughs> yeah. He was just like, you, Sarah, are a drunk. And he's just like, I am. Thank you, Niles, for having the courage to bring it up. <laughs> well, the character of Niles didn't exist in the original planning. They just they? they said, oh, this guy's really good and he looks like Kelsey Grammer. The thing is, they do but have a look of each other. Yeah. It's the jawline, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they added a brother, um, which worked really well. Because that... I'm I'm a bit of a novice of Fraser. I think I've seen them all compared to you two, but that was probably when I think of Fraser, I think of Fraser and Niles. Yeah, I think about them bantering yeah. and bickering like a old married couple themselves. I know there's lots yeah. of other great characters which we'll, which we'll get to, but it's one of those things, isn't it, where it starts off being about Fraser, and actually by I mean probably about halfway through the seasons, mm. then it actually becomes about Fraser and well, not just Fraser and Niles, but also Daphne and like Niles has. The a lot of it, with, yeah, with he has Niles, a lot of his own Daphne. his own storylines, doesn't he? Probably the biggest storyline, actually, the Daphne one. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Is mm. Niles is he sort of like takes over almost? Yeah, probably uh, a good opportunity for us to talk about the episode we alluded to earlier on with where the first five minutes is a Mr. Bean style silent oh, comedy, which yeah. is just it's brilliant. <laughs> so I, I watched it like. Couple of hours ago, yeah, uh, and I didn't really remember it first time round. But so, he's, what's he doing? Is he getting himself ready? He's, he's getting himself ready for his Valentine's night date, and he realizes he's got the food on. Um, the dog's there. He's borrowed Fraser's flat because Fraser's out for a meal with a work colleague. That in a flat. His apartment, sorry, yeah, <laughs> the condo, and um, and he notices he's got his trousers aren't pressed properly, so then he has to go and press his trousers, and he goes and gets the ironing board. Notices whilst he's ironing that there's a, a pull on his trousers, and so then puts the iron down and goes and gets uh, some scissors yeah. to come and cut the pull off. As he's doing it, then Eddie starts to eat something off the table, and he 
in shouting at Eddie, he cuts himself on the scissors. You imagine the tiniest Nick. And leaves the iron on the trousers. Leaves the iron on the yeah, trousers, yeah. looks at his um looks at his finger and immediately passes out. <laughs> and when he passes out he gets blood on the sofa, so then he thinks I'm gonna have to clean that up. So he goes and gets some sofa cleaning stuff, reads it with a candle, um, this flammable cleaning stuff. And then, uh, and then dabs the tiniest amount on the uh, on his, his handkerchief. Starts mopping it up. Um, successfully uh, cleans it at this point. Successfully cleans it at this point. Uh, stands up, drops his hanky, goes to pick it up, and looks at his finger again, and then passes out, dropping all the cleaning equipment all over the um, all over the sofa. Then he goes through to take everything back to the sink, checks on the food and notices something's burning, goes back through and sees that his trousers are alight on the ironing board, races over to go and try and put them out, throws them onto the sofa because they start burning him when he picks them up and then the sofa sets alight. So he, he runs to get a fire extinguisher, comes back because he's so weak, can't control the fire <laughs> extinguisher. Brilliant. And it goes the physical. Yeah, it goes yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And when he eventually manages to tame it and, and, and point it at the fire, then it's just run dribbles. out. And there's just a, dri- a puff and a dribble just comes out. Um, at which point he runs, throws it aside, goes and gets the food and throws what looks like spaghetti bolognese all over the uh, all over the sofa, <laughs> runs to the door to try and waft the smoke out. Like wafting the smoke out the door, the handkerchief falls off his hand again. He looks at his finger, <laughs> passes out without any pants on in the doorway um, with the smoke alarm coming off and Eddie the dog eating the food. Yeah. I think it could have only been better if his date had have been stood in the doorway. Then <laughs> yeah, the the lift well. doors would have just opened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, well remembered, Ian. Yeah, yeah, that, really was, right. that was incredible. That yeah. was incredible. I only watched it a couple of hours ago and I wouldn't have remembered that. I, 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 I've watched that one loads. Oh, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. And there's an, to be honest, it, that sort of overshadows the entire episode. But actually, then the bit after that, it goes through... Martin and Daphne's yes. Valentine's Night, but it also goes through Frasier's, and Frasier's bit is kind of equally as good, really, where he's not entirely sure whether he's on a date with a work colleague, and he keeps ringing Roz and asking, I'm not oh, sure whether I'm on a date. Yeah, yeah. And he, they're in the restaurant at first, and he's, he, he thinks he's on a date, so he pays the violinist to come over and play her a song, and every time she speaks, then she'll, she'll sort of change his idea Suggest of whether he's on a date, and he's waving waves these, him away. Yeah, the violinist, <laughs> and, and, him back, and they eventually end up in her... In her uh, hotel room, mm. and she goes to take her contact lenses out and slip into something more comfy. And, and he's, he's still unsure, and he and he's there every time she says anything in various states of undress, deciding whether to redress himself or undress. And it ends up with the two of them in bed together. And again, because that first sort of ten minutes with Niles, there's I think like two lines in the entire thing, and it's all like not mine, but it's all yeah. just physical comedy. Then this bit, really quite brave as well. The last sort of 30 seconds to a minute of Frasier's bit, he turns the light off and it's just blackness. It's just a black screen. And all you can hear is them talking and he eventually plucks up the courage to ask her, even though they're in bed together <laughs> without off. any clothes on pretty much. <laughs> Do, yeah. is, is this a date or is it a work meeting? And all he gets back is her snoring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is great. There's a beautiful bit when he's, he's trying to, he's still asking Rose even up to the point he's got a bloody robe on. And yeah. <laughs> she says, she shouts, oh, pour us a brandy. Right? And she's like saying, she's on the sauce, you know, and she, she, you're in the bedroom. What do you want landing lights on the yeah. bed? Like, you know, <laughs> how obvious is it? Yeah, it's great. Fantastic. Really, really good episode. So, so Frasier needed Rose, really, because she was like, 
the, the voice of normality, I suppose, to kind of like point out to Fraser when he's being a they've prat. got a great relationship because she's the gaffer in the in the radio station. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because she's the one who knows what she's doing, mm-hmm. you know. And sort of in the rest of sort of life, unless it comes to she she gives some advice on love. But but in the in the radio station, she's 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 the gaffer because she knows what's going on. And I like the way the relationship twos and fro's like that. Yeah. Because originally she well she was she wasn't gonna be Ros. There we go. A bit of facts, listener. Um, it was going to be Lisa Kudrow. Yeah. It was, really? going to, it was going to be Ros. In fact, they even got to the point of rehearsing it. It got down to them two and they started rehearsing with Lisa Kudrow. And someone sort of pointed out that the character just wasn't quite strong enough mm. to be able to, like, you know, um, dominate Frasier in the radio station or whatever. Mm. Just what, She just played it a slightly different way and they didn't think it was quite right. So they managed to get hold of... Um, Perry Gilpin, who played Roz a couple of days later, I think she was having dinner in a restaurant in LA with her agent and uh, told her the good news. Mm. Apparently, she was so excited she left the restaurant without paying. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. And of course, Lisa Kudrow was disappointed, but then apparently she got a bit of a break after yeah, that. I don't know what she was in. She got, she got some other comedy cinema. I wonder if you going to be able to tie like every um, 90s American sitcom to somebody from Friends was almost in it. That does seem to be, <laughs> seem true. to come up quite a lot, doesn't it? But yeah, because yeah, Frasier's basically always just taking the mickey out of Oz. Yeah, and Niles as well. And yet she's like, it's just nice the way that hers and particularly Frasier's relationship is just so strong, despite yeah. the fact that he's always having to come to her for advice and to clean up his mess and whatnot. And yet all he does is take the mickey out of her. It's great. Yeah. It's really nice. Is it? it sounds no, like well, a no, toxic it, relationship. Yeah, it sounds like it is kind of, it's kind of, it's like, very endearing their relationship. Yeah. 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 I, in fact, I was they, gutted. They but do declare, sorry to interrupt. Sorry. I think at one point they do declare themselves as best friends, which yeah. is. Well, there's, there's an episode it. where they almost get together, isn't there? Where they're away. Well, did, conference I think they did sleep. Yeah, in the together, hotel yeah. room. Do they have, I, I, I think they, they do have a bit. I'm ashamed to say, I, I think they did, didn't they? Didn't I think they, they did. But I, I was absolutely good. My mind. He, he was having a relationship with. Um, That's what I think of it, mate. Julia, was it Julia? Who um, Felicity Hoffman played her, and um, Ros didn't approve of it. Felicity Hoffman, I should say, and uh, Ros didn't approve of it, and they fell out, and it was horrible. That I hated it when they fell out. Um, it was quite a, in the later stages of uh, she was working at the station and um, Ross just didn't like her I think it was almost like well it's hair or hair or me and he said oh well you know, and he chose this Julian that does ring a bell but then, then suddenly he realised she was a cow yeah <laughs> and, and everything was okay you know? what, what they do sleep me? together in season 9 episode 23 the guilt trippers oh. is that the one mm. yeah what touched me about these stories I was just concerned about you being concerned about this that period of your life of not enjoying Frasier because I, I just don't like I don't like conflicts and that. No, no, they've got such an endearing. Really, I just almost not forced. I didn't think it was forced, but it was kind of a bit of a stage in Frasier. I don't know. It did lose a little bit of something. I thought they stormed back in the last series. Yeah, but, but it did there was a bit, bit run for eleven years, two hundred and sixty-four yeah. episodes. They're not all going to be belters. No, no. Mm. I think I do still have a. DVD of the, I think it's the 10th season that's still got the cellophane on. There's yeah. probably a good reason for that. I have, I have the full collection on DVD. Yeah, uh, same I'll show you it's downstairs, but it's not downstairs. But it's um, it's one, I, I ordered it um, back in the days when everyone used to order fake DVDs. 
and I got it, and it's got them all in. Uh, but on the front, it's got it's just complete. It's it's got it completely wrong. So the front of this DVD case is uh, a white picket fence with like a, um, with a, a that's tricky on the yeah with like a one fourteenth floor or a, a Westie on you know the white white terriers so the wrong kind of dog, <laughs> dog. white picket fence loads of flowers and then all the cast and it says Fraser but it's just got the idea of Fraser completely wrong Whoa. like they've just guessed at it <laughs> and then all the DVDs are unlabeled. So you you don't know which one's where. It's just a random. I don't think I've ever used it though. So yeah, you two proper love Fraser, don't you? Oh, yeah. We do love yeah. Fraser. Yeah, and so we have Daphne. Yes, obviously. Yeah. So Daphne, I didn't like her when she first came into it. I thought her character was too English, too too daft, because she comes into it and she's big. It they seem to go really hard on the fact that she thinks she's psychic at yeah. first. Yeah, yeah. And she's that this, was like, the, that was the almost funny like, thing about scatty maid, like, pulling loads of stuff, yeah. like Mary Poppins out of her handbag and yeah. and things. And she she goes very over the top on the Englishness and everything. And I wasn't a big... I, I don't really like the character in the first episode. So, And then the character kind of beds in, and it just yeah. gets better and better. There's a few things in the pilot that didn't... I mean, because um, John Mahoney is... is um, the old man, he, he was very grumpy early on, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah. he was, and he, he he became a lot more mild-mannered. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, she was a bit. But she sort of, I kind of still found it kind of endearing. I, the psychic thing, obviously, they never had any legs. It no. cropped up occasionally. Yeah. But it was quite funny when she said to Eddie, you're a dog, aren't you? Yeah. I thought that was quite yeah. nice, lad, and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> and the way, like, Martin really, because um, Frazier said, oh, she's she's no good for this job. And, he, and Martin said, I like her, just mm. hire her, and that's that, you know. Mm. Yeah, but, you're right. He was a lot more grumpy at first, wasn't he? It was all. It was sorry. It was almost like they thought it's going to be one of those sitcoms where there's the grumpy and they're constantly arguing. The grumpy dad and the yeah and the the, the son and they're constantly arguing. You know, like 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 in um, Stepsir. I'm not going to remember. Never mind. Uh, like you know, you get it in plenty of sitcoms where there's maybe like the the husband and the. The, the mother are always the the, the, the mum and the dad of yeah. the main two characters or whatever one of the main two characters are always they, they hate each other but they really love each other you know and I thought it was going to be like that and then it, actually the relationship becomes a lot deeper and a lot better doesn't it absolutely yeah and like the old man's there to like well to prick the pomposity really yeah like both yeah. of them are nails yeah I love the fact the old man's blue collar and they're yeah, yeah, sophisticated yeah. so um but you know, but you still relate to them. You know, I mean, it's two psych. I would have thought that'd wear it. Two psychiatrist brothers. You'd think yeah. they'd even have different occupations. Yeah. yeah. But but yeah, no, because but, they've got Martin, they didn't need to be the chalk and cheese of the brothers, exactly. which is why he, he yeah. just he just the one who pulls them down. And yeah. Just, you know. Just to come back to what you were saying, mm. I sort of misremembered this, and I I thought that uh, Martin was a bit more cantankerous, but he isn't at all, is he? He's 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 the cheerful one. Yeah, I mean, kind of, even when you see him walking around the apartment, he's yeah. usually smiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he still can be a little bit, and you still get that but, from his character. Mm. But they've tamed it a lot, and and um, whereas I think at first he was going to just be constantly like the grumpy yeah. one who. Every like once a season or whatever said something nice, you know. Yeah, I think it was better for it. I think the, I it was, was better yeah. for him mellowing. Yeah, I think. Well, I think because they all, got they all did. You got more laughs out of him just being different to them yeah, rather than yeah. having to be, you know. There's only really Niles' character probably stayed the same all the way through. Maybe. Absolutely. Maybe that. Maybe yeah. Maybe Ros as well. But but like Frasier sort of tamed off a bit and his character developed. Martin's definitely calmed down a lot. Uh, Daphne has became a lot more. Yeah. More like sophisticated character. I don't Absolutely. mean sophisticated in the same way as Niles and 
for yeah. as you think they are. But yeah, but yeah. Yeah, going back to that two psychiatrist thing, that's a really interesting thing that the that the writers in a sitcom thought like we don't need another dimension for a character. We'll have two characters that are exactly the same. That's quite brave, it and yet the, it really, really. When you works. think about it, it is yeah. brave, isn't it? Yeah. But they, but they were both incredibly arrogant, but yet they would pull each other up on the yeah, arrogance yeah, as well. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, this is just something I was going to bring up. That how do I put this? So you both really like Fraser. I like Fraser as well. Yeah. But it, it's an interesting pitch. This it's not like Cheers, which was saying, uh, it's just a load of people in a bar, and we've got a stupid one, and we've got a stupider one, and it's mm. like any. This was like a sitcom, as you say, about two psychiatrists. It's very niche. Yeah, I could. I mean, it, it is, but at the same time, they're they're every men, you know, because you're still having this. They're still having trouble with in with the relationships. You know what I mean? They're in. They've both been in unhappy marriages, and you know what I mean. You still laugh at the things. They still have the same problems the rest of us have, even though you think they they probably have this charmed life, they're educated, plenty of money, but they mm. still balls everything up. I mean, the times I've I've watched it through my fingers when Fraser's blown it with another date. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It's just oh no, especially the model who won yeah, him in the yeah. in the auction. You just like almost crying tears yeah. with him. Yeah, <laughs> I am so, sold on it. Don't get me wrong. No, no. Like this, but but you know, coming back to my earlier yeah, point of going, oh, John likes Fraser. Like that was sort of like a weird thing because it was for like members of my family or whatever who just didn't watch. That because it's oh well that's that real pompous show why would yeah, you watch that yeah, kind of thing because they hadn't it's watched so it so not isn't it in in many ways it's so not but it but it also is it's not real life obviously it's no, a sitcom no. but they're so witty all of the time it's like oh, Frasier's yeah. funny because Frasier's made a joke or Martin's made a joke or Ros has made a joke or Niles has made a joke I'm yeah. not going to go through all the characters yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or uh, Bulldog's made a joke or oh, anyway Bulldog. yeah no. uh, so but they are like it's witty whereas oh, a British absolutely. sitcom. Uh, although the joke is often on them, it's they're not. There's not many jokes because somebody said something stupid or something stupid happened. Yeah. Apart from the physical stuff, it's because they've said something incredibly witty, which I would love to be as witty as that. Yeah. In oh life. yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, but nobody not, is. Apart from not, maybe you, John. It's not silly, is it? Like you get a lot of sitcoms where oh, they're yeah. they're silly. It's built it's built on the wit and things. But then but then and even when someone does do something silly, it's not just silly what they're doing. It's farcical it's good physical comedy yeah. absolutely yeah. well that's why i think it works really well because you can have like very witty zingy dialogue and then you've got a man looks at his fingers bleeding and he falls mm. first and a dog licks his face <laughs> and yet he still makes me laugh so yeah i love the the back chat as well there's certainly the episodes mm. where um when maris um, not maris lilith comes back and stuff like that some of the back chat and the oh especially the one she comes in and it's the first time she's seen him since he's moved in with martin yeah and um, <laughs> he's frightened to death of her as Martin. You, know, you, just, <laughs> you could have told me she was coming then, round. I could have made yeah. plans and yeah. stuff like that. The dog runs away when yeah. she's near. <laughs> yeah. I think um, Daphne shakes hands with her and loses all feeling in her arm. Yeah. Um, but she says to says, Martin, I, I was surprised to hear that Fraser had moved into you. It, it moved into you. That's <laughs> yeah, that would be That's surprising. Moved in with you. I had to put the weather channel on and check that hell really hasn't frozen over. <laughs> and he's... <laughs> How did you lose a peach like this, Fridge? You know, and all these little <laughs> back chats as she's taking the Mickey out of uh, Niles's um, wedding vows because they'd yeah. written them themselves. Yeah. And you managed to f- put them into sentences, yeah, and that, yeah. and it's it's just brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, really, really clever. Eddie, by the way, I've just found my note on it. Eddie. It was it, um, he was played by Moose's son, Enzo. Enzo, Enzo. wow. Enzo, yeah. But yeah, he that was a big 
big thing, wasn't it? He was like the big selling point of Frazier was yeah. certainly yeah, early talking on about. when he used to stare at him and all that. Yeah, and his well, early internet always days. thought it was going to be such a big part. Well, I think yeah, they probably did. Yeah, not much character development, even when he yeah, changed actor. Again, that's another brave thing to put a dog in. You never know what's going to catch on. It probably surprised them just how popular he was. Yeah, you know I mean, you're never quite sure. Can, you know. I suppose they don't know how big the show's going to be either, do they? Yeah. And the show was like top earner in America for a while, wasn't it? Yeah, 1.6 million per episode at its peak. It's not yeah. bad, is it? Nah, yeah, bad. and they said that uh, yeah, Jan Leaves was the highest paid British actress on US TV yeah. as well. Yeah. Wow. From one of Benny Hill's dancers. Mm. So that's what she was. Mm. Yeah, mm. one of Hill's angels, yeah. I think she was in a dance in the meaning of life, Monty Python and stuff like that. Oh, nice. She, she, I think she had a few bit parts in um, American sitcoms and stuff yeah. like that. But. Yeah, I'm sure I've seen her in some other stuff since then. She played mm. Jane the Virgin in Seinfeld, just remembered. Nice. He's like a human Wikipedia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With his books. Comipedia. <laughs> They did bring some of the Cheers characters back, which we mentioned yes. earlier. So yeah, obviously Lilith came back, but I think John Ratzenberger was in it as well. He Who shows uh, Cliff, Cliff? Cliff? Oh yeah, yeah. Cliff there. came back into um, it. Diane came back a couple of times. Um, Woody, Woody, yeah. yeah. Woody Harrelson came back. Yeah. yeah, I remember him. They went on a disastrous night out in Seattle with yeah. with Woody, and they they took for some reason they took Noel Shemsky and Gil Chesterton with them from the station. Yeah. To a karaoke bar, and they came back, <laughs> and Fraser looked crestfallen, and uh, his old man's asking what's wrong with him, and he says, uh, "We went to a karaoke bar, and Gill and Noel sang anything you can do, I can do better, and they were both wrong." <laughs> Which I just thought <laughs> you didn't need to see the night out; you knew exactly what had happened. Uh, uh, did you know? You probably knew this, John. Uh, I don't know whether you knew it, Ian, that a lot of the callers from KCL were celebrities. Yeah, yeah. You did know that. And they, 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 they build them at the end, didn't they? They didn't build any of the other actors at the end. They all got billed at the beginning. And at the end, oh, they'd, I always, didn't know that. they'd always show their, like, uh, you know, their the pictures, their, their spotlight photos, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their, their, their headshots. I have a few written down. Go on then. I love that it's like, would, did, did you know this? And then yeah. you just build N- up on Name us some of the big names. That Christopher we... Reeve. I'll take your Christopher Reeve and give you a Carrie Fisher. I'm pretty sure you're right with that. Yeah, Carrie Fisher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember, yeah. yeah. Mel Brooks. Nice. Sharon Stone. Oh, wow. Really? That's the, I like that. I like that. Who was the Linda you were going to say? Uh, Linda Hamilton nice. was in it. Gillian um, oh. Anderson. Really? Nice. Well, I think this was probably from Early Doors. Art Garfunkel. Art Garfunkel. Ron Howard. Ron ha- Wow. <laughs> Ron Howard. Um, Jeff Daniels. Halle Berry. Oh, wow. Wow, wait. Eddie Van Halen. I didn't know a lot of these. Jimmy Savile. As it happens. That's not true. No, I ran out then. There's someone, <laughs> so there's, I've got another one, uh, Lily Tomlin, but I didn't know who she was. Lily Tomlin, oh, I great. Know, I don't know that. Comedic is. actress. Oh, right, okay. um, she felt overwhelmed raising four kids alone. That's what she rang about. Um, Henry Mancini, <laughs> who wrote the Pink Panther theme, he was the one who rang up because he hated his voice. Yes, I remember I that. hate my voice. <laughs> and he just kept going on, and they were just pissing about um, Fraser and Rose. Because they were that bored with him. <laughs> oh, yeah, Lily Tomlin, right? I know who she is. Yeah, you'd recognise her. 
I mean, I know this is a podcast, but that's how. Oh, yeah. That's a good one for the edit. (laughs) (laughs) So before The Simpsons, Frasier was the longest running character on US primetime TV. And he was in The Simpsons. Yeah. Basically playing Ah, himself. Yeah. Yeah. So Sideshow Bob and his brother. His brother. Sideshow Mel? Yeah. Was it? No. No, was he the... uh, Yeah. And then the dad. And John Maloney played their dad in Simpsons as well. Really? Mm. Oh, there we go. So, yeah, makes sense, doesn't I it? I did. I did not know that he played the dad. I'm pretty sure that I read I knew that, that somewhere. David Pierce played the brother. Yeah, they did quite a lot of them, didn't they? It yeah. was good. It was a good sideshow, Bob. Yeah. yeah, this isn't going to make the edit. I mean, sorry, that's me. <laughs> it's a good. It's a fun fact. It is a yeah. fun fact. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was just the way it was delivered. <laughs> I hate my voice. <laughs> Taking the fun out of facts since 2022. So if you had to live with one of the characters from Frasier, who would it be? I think I'd quite happily live with Frasier. <laughs> yeah, but you would, wouldn't you? Yeah. Okay, quite well. I like his furniture. I like his decor. You know, I'd enjoy to listen to him playing the piano. I can imagine you sat on that replica of Coco Chanel City. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good call. What about you, John? Roz. There's the <laughs> I'm just trying to think of a good reason. <laughs> Perhaps from the fact I found her strangely becoming. Um, now, I just really like her as a character. I really do like her as a character. I think she's fun-loving, which I, I would like. Hmm. Yeah. You see, Niles has always got nice houses for you to live in. Obviously, he's got the one where you see him on the time when him and Daphne get trapped, which looks basically like a castle. Uh, yeah, and then, he, and then yeah. he gets that other one, the apartment, doesn't he? Yeah. A really expensive apartment. And there's a great bit in that where, uh, some I can't remember who it is, someone goes off and gets lost in the apartment because it's that big. And uh, they have to ring him on the intercom. And he's like, well, where where are you? And they say, I'm in a, I'm in a room with lots of boxes. And he goes, oh, you're in the present wrapping room. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And, yeah. Is it Daphne's mother or something think, like that? Yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. And he has to talk them through all the different rooms because it's this massive apartment where you only actually see one room in it. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, you see the kitchen as well. But yeah. Which one would you live with? Uh, I'd probably live with Daphne, actually. Yeah. Daphne is great. When I look after me in my old age. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's older than me. Up after you. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Uh, and that's because it would be a job, not because she's a woman. No, no, I, was, I, I wasn't saying it for that reason. Um, <laughs> I, think it was, I, I was thinking about that episode where the, the, she moves out and they, or she's threatening to move out. I was, she comes I, in and, and just tidies the apartment in about five minutes. Well, you know. I was, I was, I think I was thinking of this exact same episode. It's the one, isn't it, where Frasier keeps getting caught in her room, oh, and she threatens to move magic. out. Because yeah, yeah. Niles goes oh, in yeah. a room, yeah. and so then Frasier tries to like straighten it all out, and so yeah. and he keeps getting caught in a room all the time, <laughs> and uh, ends up like buying a tickets for this, that, and the other, and. Did try you, and make it up to I her. I think over the credits, and she sat in a new car. That's right. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's having to buy. A yeah, yeah. She's, sat, she's sat in a car, and he's saying it looks lovely. And then she points at the Mercedes uh, <laughs> over the lot or whatever, and goes over to get that one. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. Yeah. So at the end of the Frasier, it ended up with. I mean, it's, it's a long, convoluted thing with the, uh, the 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 finale of it. But so Niles and Daphne. Well, Daphne had a baby, mm-hmm. um, and Martin got married. Yeah. And and Frasier left. KCL to, to take a job 
I think in Chicago. Chicago, yeah. But then the twist was no, the the job was in San Francisco, but the twist was he'd gone to Chicago, which is oh, where the Laura, Laura Linney's character, character had yeah. gone. And then he was just like, "Yeah, wish me luck." And then and then it ended, yeah. or did it? Because of course, there's, back. there's all this talk about it coming back. There is yeah. talk of it coming back. Or they did. They did. Kelsey Grammer mentioned it about just over a year ago. And it's still not even started production yet. There has been a global pandemic in that time, which might have caused some disruption. Yeah, fair enough. But I know. I think David David had Pierce in doing the press for this um, Julia Childs thing. Said he doesn't know anything about it. He, he believes he'd like to be in it. He, he None of them are getting younger. Pearl uh, Martin's not with yeah. us anymore, is he? Yeah. So neither is Moose or Enzo. Enzo. Yeah, that's true. So, so do you think it's not going to happen? Well, I don't know. It just seems to. Be, they seem to be really taking the time and like. They're all certainly looking like they're a lot older. I worry it's about the quality. It. I worry about. Yeah. Oh, you're worried it will quality. happen and it won't be I, very good. No, I, well, I don't know. It'd be a shame if it, it, it wasn't very good. I think good. it probably won't happen, and if it does happen, then I think it might just be everyone enjoying a nice big payday. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't enjoy? No, true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't blame them. But we'll have yeah. Watch this space on that one. But yeah, there's a, if there's you want me back on this podcast, it's going to cost you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first the first thing uh, Kelsey Grammer did after Frasier was um, a, like a newsroom type thing with Patricia Heaton out of um, Everybody Loves Raymond. I think it was right. Back to You or something like that. Yeah, about that an, rings a bell. And that only lasted a, a season. And then he did that one where he was the mayor. He was a mayor of a city, I'm sure. Oh, I and he had that. Parkinson's or something. Oh, I don't think. Or maybe not Parkinson's, but it, I don't remember that. Maybe I don't remember. He, it. He, he was anyway. That again only lasted a season or so. I think. Yeah, yeah. he was in the Expendables. What's that? <laughs> the the uh, action, the big action series with <laughs> <Last alone. laughs> Bruce Willis and Sylvester Stallone. And yeah. Wow. So yeah. Having said that, I mean he must he must still be struggling to get through his one point six million an episode. I've got to say, and, and having played that character. Um, you know, for so long, it's hard to yeah. watch, watch him and imagine it being anything else. Yeah, there's a yeah. beautiful line actually when he kind of he he nearly breaks the fourth wall. Don't you remember it? The nanny G. Yeah, when he, the nanny G's the children's performer, I believe. Yeah, was he married to her? Um, does he get married to her? He's with her though, isn't he? I don't know if he was married to her in the past. Right. Yeah. Or she. Did she leave him at the altar? Or there's something to do with something, that. It, it costs Martin a lot of money. They? I yeah. know that. So there's something yeah. like that hand. And um, and she'd been this children's entertainer called Nanny G for about twenty years or something like that. And she says, she says to him, basically, "Do you know how hard it is to play the same character for twenty years?" <laughs> and you just see that moment. Yeah. There's just that beautiful moment when he's just thinking about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And um, no, no, you know. But it's just that pause, and the the audience get it. Yeah. It's 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 lovely. Really, is well done. So we do sometimes discuss if there'd be a spin-off series, what it would be. Um, but they could just bring back Frasier. But did you know that Frasier wasn't the first spin-off series from Cheers? Really? What was? Oh, I found one you didn't know. No. Yay. It was called The Tortellis. And it randomly, uh, only ran for one series, but it was a spin-off. It ran in 1987 following the life of Carla's ex-husband, Nick, and his wife, Loretta. Wow. I mean, that's where vague. did that come from? That that's vague, vague yeah. isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. They've gone. They've gone slightly less niche than that going for Frasier. <laughs> something seems to ring a bell, and I mean, I, I'm presuming that this isn't right because otherwise, I think one of you two would have known it. 
But something rings a bell, and if it's not right, then it, this is the best one. I'm probably. already excited. <laughs> yeah, is that there was going to be a spin-off of Niles and Daphne? Yeah, I've I'd heard about that, and I mean that's what you probably would go for. Yeah, it's not very funny, but I mean it might be. But I'm saying my answer isn't very funny. Yeah, but but I think it's. True I might have fun. to be boring. So I just couldn't imagine a spin-off. I mean, you say Niles and Daphne would be the obvious one, but yeah. I just don't see where much of the humour is coming from. No. I don't see what you could do extra to what they've already done in Frasier. Yeah. Because you couldn't play on the fact that, well, she's English. Yeah. You couldn't play on the fact that he's, like, the way he is. Yeah. Um, Because they've done that already. Absolutely. I suppose it could be the, the comedy had come from Niles bringing up a child. But oh, I quite like, child. I quite yeah, like what they did with Cheers, flower. though. The sort of less obvious characters for spin-off. Yeah. It could be, like, follow Kenny or follow yeah. uh, Lilith. Lilith. I just think Lilith's just a fantastic character. Yeah, or the just next generation fantastic. of Moose. Yeah. Oh, we have finally get to see Maris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine trying to cast a woman to play Maris after getting the descriptions we've had. It'd just be almost be impossible, wouldn't it? I heard that they, they would try to resist doing that because they didn't just want to seem like they were doing the same thing as they did with Norm and... Is it Vera? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. but... I mean, it's, well, but in the end, it she was just well. so grotesque. There's no way you could have cast anybody. No, you know, is that hat stand moving? Oh my god, it's there. Sort of thing. <laughs> the, um, I'm just thinking through other minor characters that you could follow, and it reminded me of Gil. Gil Chesterton. Gil Chesterton. Um, Restaurant and, beat. Yeah, uh, but the episode where they do a radio show, and he's desperate to get his uh, characters monologue in. Oh, about god, romp, yeah. romp, romping through the fields <laughs> when he was a young boy. <laughs> It's just super. Um, popping the balloons as gunshots. Yeah, yeah, they just yeah, start listening. Yeah. They're listening to it. Oh, about the man goes. God, it's a bloodbath. <laughs> Fraser just starts killing people off when he doesn't want them to speak anymore. Have <laughs> you about, seen that one? They've got about no. fifteen. It's really, really good. So um, Fraser writes this um, radio player and gets them all to record it. And obviously, they've got the sound effects table guy there who's doing all the stuff. Um, but they're all trying to make their characters bigger than they are, or they're all trying to add bits, and Frasier's getting more and more annoyed with them. So Frasier eventually just starts killing them by <laughs> popping balloons. And, and it's, a, it's a murder mystery, isn't it? That's right, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. In one of them, in one of them, uh, uh, I don't know, some sort of small character with a hat with a bell on. Yeah, and yeah, they yeah. Pop a balloon and then ring the bell to, to, yeah, yeah, to yeah. suggest he's died, you know. Yeah. And end up with about fifteen minutes of dead air time at the end because he's just been. It has been a bloodbath. <laughs> <Killed you know? laughs> Do you know what this podcast has done? It's made me want to watch Frasier again. Yeah. Like, I'll be honest. I, I liked Frasier. It was a f- talking point amongst the family, right? But I don't love it as much as you guys do. I did watch some episodes, and I think maybe I just picked a couple of duff ones to begin with. But then I watched a few more, and it did make. I got back yeah. into it. And it did, did make me laugh. Oh, when it's good, it's. I was. Watch, watch the radio play one. The radio play. Watch the ski lodge one, and watch the one. Oh, the one where him and Niall start a restaurant, or they buy a restaurant. The innkeepers. The innkeepers. That's yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, what's it called? It's French, isn't it? Yeah, it's called Frère. Le Frère. Um, it's the Happy Brothers, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah they, start, they start their own restaurant and opening night. That's, that's, that's brilliant. Yeah, it's brilliant. And definitely the matchmaker. Definitely the matchmaker. I think they won an Emmy for that, the scriptwriter. The, when he's trying to set Daphne up oh, with yeah. his new boss. Yeah. That's ter- terrific. That really is terrific. Mm. Okay, well, if, if you've not been watching Frasier, hopefully... Uh, We've convinced you that you need to go back and watch the 
What did I say? Two hundred and sixty-four episodes. That is a lot. I don't That's think he's getting money. For yeah, it. I don't think he's quite getting one point six mil for that. Surely, yeah. can we get quarter? Of I think they were getting as little as quarter of a million episode at one point. Oh, hard so. times. Yeah, they've been struggling to get yeah. there. Hard times. And the good Those thing about Frasier is it's forever on TV. Yeah, it's just Channel always Four at the moment. If you're interested, yeah, it's just always so, yeah, the on. Channel. If you're listening in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, it's possible that my dad you, is listening to this on Mr. holiday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we spoke over each other with the oh, same sorry, gag. darling. Sorry. <laughs> oh. Heaven forbid. So just to finish this off then, what does Frasier teach us about life? For me, it's a bit like what I've touched on. Um, no matter how sophisticated and successful and wealthy you are, you still have the same problems as everybody else. And someone can still bring you right down to earth like that. Yeah. Like the old man does. Or, you know, or Roz does, mm. you know. Yeah, I think they're more every men than maybe we imagine. Yeah, and those men, despite their suits and their nice apartments and their intellect, are basically just trying to have sex all the time. In fact, I think there's a line in Frasier where uh, Roz says to Frasier, have you never used sex to get what you want? And he's just like, I'm a man, sex is what I want. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, have you got any, um, I've no any spiritual that, no. guidance? I'm trying from to think from. what I could say about it, and all I could think of was... Love enters through the nose, which is what um, Niles, uh, which is what Fraser says when they're pranking him on the radio station, <laughs> and he's in the bath and he tells them what he puts in his bath, oh, yeah. the Tahitian vanilla and things. He said that sounds very sexy. And he says, "Well, you know what they always say: love enters through the nose." <laughs> on that creepy thought, let's uh, wrap up the, the podcast. So, thank you for coming on as, as our guest, for having me, Ian Thompson. Nice uh, we'll see you back for the big payday reunion. Yeah. Uh, one, one there. 1. 6, and uh, all that remains is for, uh, for for John and I now to invite you to sing us out. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Hey baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. Oh my. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegs. But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. What is a boy to do? Frazier has left the building.